Good morning and welcome to Friday. I'm Joe Jacobin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and we made it through another week. Congratulations. Take the face mask off. Put a couple of fingers of Jack in the coffee and celebrate another successful week. Uh, no coronavirus. Well, I shouldn't say none. I mean, we've had a few, but uh, it continues to escalate mostly uh, in China, spreading, you know, kind of a lot of countries got what we got. Okay, we got six, eight, ten, uh, three, four, something like that. Uh, all air travel now. Finally, I think the last of the carriers, and, and you know, it was the U.S. carriers that were the holdouts. Uh, they're they're the last of them. Uh, Delta is now temporary temporarily suspended all flights. Uh, I believe American has followed suit. Uh, the Dow is down 400 points. Uh, even though we had really strong earnings out of Amazon, of course, we know that we were expecting that. No shock there. Uh, Caterpillar had earnings. They, were, they, they weren't great. Uh, you know, they beat the estimate, but uh, sales missed, revenues missed, uh, did not give very good guidance. Uh, as well, we had the but the big number uh, came out of manufacturing data in in uh, the U.S. We'll get to all of that. Of course, our toll free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The website at allamericangold dot com, and make sure you you tune in every single day to allamericangold dot com and check out what you need to know. Most of the stuff out there we never, ever talk about on the air because the show's only an hour, uh, so you can't get to everything. So make sure you're out there. Uh, sign up for the medals plan. Get your orders in. Another, uh, we're right now, if gold closes where it's at right now, it'll be a new uh, seven-year high. It'll also, we are above that 1585 level that I've been educating all of you about, uh, a close above 1585 uh, now clears the way, uh, you know, and this is all technical chart stuff. Everybody's already predicting all of this stuff, uh, but just sets up gold uh, to take out 1700, 1800, 1900, right? We're, we're going to be talking about new all time highs uh, in the metals market as well. Silver, uh, right at $18, a little above $18 to the ounce. Again, the Dow's down uh, 413 points right now. And it was down. It was going to open up down about 100 points despite Amazon uh, as as I think, you know, the all of the flight suspensions. And these are big money. When you fly, people don't realize the money for the airlines is in the long flights. So when you go uh, and you're flying to China, those are big, big money flights for the airlines. And for all of them to have to cancel flights, we don't know how long. Uh, everybody in China, you know, it was the Chinese New Year. Everyone was supposed to go back to work. Nobody's going back to work. Uh, I saw they, they had a reporter. and I don't know what station I was watching this morning. I was in the hotel room. And they had a reporter reporting from Beijing, and and I think it was at the like the train station. You know, we we call it the subway station, the train station. Nobody, and and of course she had the mask on and all that. Uh, everybody's supposed to stay home, so we'll have to see 
all of the effects, but uh, we got manufacturing data out here in the U.S. This wasn't recessionary numbers. This was depression area numbers. Uh, Really, uh, we are looking for a 48.9. It came out at a 42.9, and we just know 50, 50's like zero, right? 50 is, hey, we're not we're not expanding, but we're not contracting. Uh, the number came in at 42.9, so well, uh, well below uh, what anybody had expected. Uh, they, they, and, and they have a bunch of indexes inside of this, and, and I'll just go through uh, some of them, I was getting a little static there. My business barometers fell at a faster pace. Prices paid, in other words, how much did they have to pay to put together the whatchamacallit, slowed, new orders fell at a faster pace, employment fell at a pa- faster pace, inventories fell at a faster pace, so supplier deliveries slowed, Production fell at a faster pace, and order backlogs fell at a faster pace. So we kind of get the message, right? And that was that was out in the manufacturing sector this morning. That's really what got the Dow going. The Dow was down, like I said, 150 points or so when that news broke. That was the Chicago PMI index, uh, and then it started to escalate from there. And then the airlines denounced. Uh, they're going to stop all flights now, all flights from uh, into China. Uh, the CD, what was it? Oh, no, the uh, it wasn't the CDC. The WHO or something said, we don't wear need to wear masks here. Now, they may have said it because there's no mask to be worn. Apparently, uh, the 3M needs to needs to get the manufacturing of, of the mask going again. Apparently, all the masks are gone. I don't know. We ha- we'll we see. I, I, I'll i be traveling home today. We'll see if uh, I didn't see, you know, a couple of masks at the airport on the way up. See if there's any more than that. I'm not. I don't know yet. It's too early. It doesn't. I don't think it, it's going to be. Uh, a huge problem here but you know what I don't know you watch China the thing just keeps getting worse and worse we'll have to wait and see Patriot Radio News Hour we'll be back after the break 800-951-0592 that is our toll free number to the Patriot Trading Group want to thank everybody uh, all the hospitality I've received since I've been up here this week got a lot a lot of great things happening uh, with the radio station, uh, we've been putting a lot of work in. Uh, hopefully, uh, this weekend, uh, we'll, we'll have a good weekend with all the new programming. We got the new website up, uh, got the satellite dishes working, and we had more holes in the ceiling. And you name it, we've done it. Uh, things are continuing to get better and better, and we appreciate uh, everybody that's supporting us. Uh, 1360khnc.com. This one caught my eye, and I thought, yeah, this makes sense. You know, we we don't talk about it a lot, but we do talk about it. You know, we talk about the homeless populations, and when we think homeless, we think California, right? We think San Francisco 
and and uh, and of course I have educated you about in Phoenix. If you go to downtown Phoenix, uh, right off Roosevelt, you'll see we got a massive homeless population. But this is out of Austin, Texas. The homeless community there, which is at a state-sanctioned campground. Okay, so this is a an, an area that Austin and I get well, really, I guess the state of Texas says, hey, all of you homeless people can be here. They're now organizing the campground into their own town. They've elected seven members to help bring in donations and put together community events, right? You know, hey, get out on those street corners, right? Get your signs out, right? Maybe they're going to have classes right on how to how to maximize donations and 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 have uh have people help with writing of the signs and things of that nature and and get the donations pumping in and, and have events right you can throw little parties and all of those things the once most mostly empty lot off US 183 in East Austin has become home to more than 100 people without another place to go. We have given everybody a chance. We don't judge your past history or nothing like that. We're giving everyone a chance. Corey Roberts, the secretary of the committee, once referred to as Camp Abbott because the governor opened the state-owned land to the homeless population People are now calling it something else. Camp RAT, R-A-T-T, which stands for Responsible Adult Transition Town for the Homeless, run by the homeless. I love that, right? Why not, right? We make break parts for the American people, made by the American people. We have homeless shelters for the homeless run by the homeless. We all have donation and volunteer recruiters. We have maintenance and general labor recruiters. They have a web designer. Listen, there's all kinds of people out there that that have skill sets uh, that, that could be put to use. Media outreach, they have their own security. They have a treasurer slash donation organizer. Uh, the, the committee was nominated by those at the camp. And it's important because we actually have a voice. We actually have a hand that we are actually putting forth to make our lives better. We wanted to show the people that we're not just criminals, drug addicts, slobs, and bums off the street, that we're actually just like anybody else in this community, just without a hope or I'm sorry, just without a house or hope. A lot of us have high school diplomas. We have college degrees. We've been in the work field. We've been general managers. Donations can be dropped off at the campsite from 7 to 7, and donations being sought for uh, food, pallets to build benches and structures, and obviously clothing and blankets, apparently no alcohol. Uh, but but uh, get ready. 
yeah, that may, right? That makes sense. Trying to get organized, trying to 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 do what they can. And, and, and I think we're going to see, I hope not, but I kind of feel this way, that we're going to see a lot more of this. A lot more of, you know, a lot of, and I, I'm guilty of it, right? When I think about homeless people, I'm thinking people that most likely, one, one of two things, have an addiction, right? It's a drug or alcohol problem or it's a mental illness, right? All of us would like to think, hey, that's, that's, that's what it is. And, and when you see the jumps in the, the population size of the homeless, and I don't care what state you're in, right? I don't care if you're in Colorado, I don't care if you're in California, Texas, Arizona, it doesn't matter. You have to know it's more than that now. Right, and we're now seeing it like just like they said in their little press release. Hey, we've got high school diplomas, we've got college degrees, uh, we've got people that have been general managers and supervisors and professionals, and and you know just just looking at I look at housing in particular and how much more expensive it's gotten. And it just makes me want to throw up because today they released uh, like what they call the PCE. It's another fancy way of them manipulating inflation data. Uh, only only 1.6% year over year. Are you kidding me? Who are these people trying to fool? You know, Eric and I did the show yesterday. Eric was saying, hey, automobile now, the just the, the median automobile price, 40 grand, well, 39,000, right? Home prices, they're, they're just so incredibly unaffordable. You're, you're looking at, at, at home prices, 300,000 and 400,000. That's the new entry level price, Three. 400,000. And so you start to realize rents, you know, uh, Phoenix, we have built more apartments. I, I, if somebody's built more, uh, it'll be shocking to me because that's all that we seem to build in, in Phoenix anymore. But the price of the rent, it's through the roof. Through the roof. I mean, especially if you're thinking about, you know, hey, I'm a minimal, you know, Walmart pays Twelve dollars, twelve and a half dollars, uh, where I live, and you can't afford uh, uh, an apartment on that wage. And not in Phoenix anymore. Phoenix used to be affordable. We used to be, we used to brag about it. Oh, it's a right to work state, and wages were low, and and cost of living was low. That's gone. It's gone, and, and I think we're going to see more of these. I think it's great that they're at least trying to to make it a safe place to be and trying to organize themselves. I really do. But I really think this is a precursor. This is is something we're going to start seeing a lot more of because at the end of the day, it's just too expensive, right? It's harder and harder to continue to put that roof over your head and now if we talk about, you know, you look at the manufacturing data today, 42.9. And, I, you know, and I broke you down all the categories. It, it really makes it, you wonder, uh, how are we going to do it? You know, we had GDP came out the other day. 
you know, and it was 2.1%, but it was the devils were in the details. The consumer slowed way down. And we got, we had some advantages with the, the fact that we aren't importing as much stuff anymore and things of that nature. But that just kind of says, Hey, it looks like it's going to get slower now with Boeing shut down. Uh, and, and now with the coronavirus, uh, first quarter GDP is going to be awfully low. I was, I was listening to Gerald Salente was on Alex Jones and he was saying that, and he's a smart, smart, smart guy that he thinks interest rates here in the U.S. are going to be zero at this time next year. So that 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 tells me, you know, yesterday I kind of said, hey, I think we'll see some rate cuts and you normally don't see them in an election year. He obviously thinks things are, are going to get a lot worse than I do. And I and 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 I'm I'm hoping that we hang on. And I've been saying this. You know, I was kind of optimistic because it's an election year that we're gonna hang on. But but uh you know with, with Bloomberg spending all that money and the like, but I don't know. The data is really starting to to turn the wrong way for us. How about this one? This was a great one. This was uh Wolf Richter. Guy if you guys uh don't follow Wolf Richter, you should uh Wolf Street is the is the web address great research he did uh his latest was on college and of course there's another thing of how expensive college has gotten in the last 20 years i mean it's ridiculous and he says that according to the data in the united states Enrollment in higher education has is down eleven percent since two thousand and eleven. So think about it now; that's almost a decade. It's down eleven percent. That's a drop of two point two million students over an eight year period, and that data is from the Student Clearinghouse. But over the same period, right, so think about this, 11% drop in kids going to college. So you would think that the student loan balance would be falling. It's up 74%. How could those numbers, how can both of those numbers be true? Right. How can you say, wait a minute, hey, enrollment's down 11%. Student loan balance is up 74%. Of course, this is all of this owned by the taxpayer, by the way. And it, and it sounds crazy, but Moody's, with rate structures, you know, Moody's does the, uh, the securities on the student loans. And remember, I did that article where now you have to live to like 114 years old to be ever ever to pay them back, but they still rate them as uh, AAA bonds. Moody's found that with scholarship grants and tuition discounting all included, total college costs have tracked the increase in median household income since 2012. In other words, Moody's is saying, hey, when you factor in 
scholarships, grants, and tuition discounting. When you put all of it in, yet the college costs, they're up over, you know, over the last eight years, but not, you know, not huge, right? We're not seeing 10%, 8%. They say that the average cost for a public four-year school, and boy, I'm going to tell you this, there's there's four-year schools and then there's four-year schools, if you know what I mean, is now over $15,000 a year, which is up 24% of the median household income. But that 24% is down from the peak of 25%, according to Moody's. Oh, wow. Hey, thanks a lot. So if it's up 24%, Well, how is there no inflation? Healthcare. I don't even know what percent that's up in the last eight years. Car prices, rents, mortgages. And you're telling us there's no inflation. Of course, we know. Look at an iPhone. What's the cost of a new iPhone? $1,000. That's a cheap one. We'll be back. Yeah. Sending your kid to college is an expensive proposition. Patriot Radio News Hour, halftime on a Friday. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, Ed Martin. America sure has changed a lot in the last few decades. We outlawed gender-based employment discrimination, mandated equal pay for equal work, and even added a child care tax credit to support American families. Women are freer than ever before to choose what they want to do with their time and with their lives. Back in 1972, the late Phyllis Schlafly was bold enough to say this, quote, Of all the classes of people who've ever lived, the American woman is the most privileged, end quote. Feminists today falsely complain that women don't have equal rights in the U.S. Constitution. How could it be that Phyllis Schlafly and her pro-family allies could have such a positive outlook back then? But even after all these changes I just mentioned, feminists still aren't happy. In large part, it all goes back to the phony victimhood mentality that modern feminism is built upon. The patriarchy boogeyman gives discontent women a place to hang their misery. In case you think that I'm just trying to mansplain to you, as the feminists like to say, please feel free to point out to me where exactly the Constitution says women don't have equal rights. Well, where is it? Is it in Article 1, where people are referred to as citizen or representative? How about in Article 2, where people are referred to as president or elector? Is it discrimination in Article 3, where people are referred to as judge or person? The fact of the matter is that you can't point to where women are given less rights than men because it's just not there. The framers intentionally didn't use words like man or woman in the original Constitution at all. Women don't need to have the Equal Rights Amendment to be equal in the eyes of the Constitution. Phyllis Schlafly and millions of American women who fought alongside her knew this to be true. As much as feminists deny it, they can never and will never point to the place where they've been left out of the Constitution. If the feminists really want to promote equality, 
they should go ahead and turn their eyes to the Muslim nations, where under Sharia law, there really is oppression of women. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. You've seen the desperation of women's marches, the disgrace of Planned Parenthood, the rise of savvy young conservative women. Radical feminism is heading down a dead-end road. Voice your opinion on what's really important to women at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Hey, we're back. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, Gold Rally continues uh, 1489 uh, right now on gold. Depending on where you look up, uh, yesterday after gold closed in New York, and we see this once in a while, it's still open in electronic trade. It fell like $10 in electronic trade. So if you go to our website or you go to Kitco, you're, you're seeing gold up $14, $15. If you turn on the TV, it's going to say gold's up 5 The price is the same, uh, 1400 in, so $1,488 to $1,490 or $14. Wow. See? This is how fast gold moves, $1,588 to $1,590. Uh, this would be the highest close in over seven years. Uh, and again, we close above that uh, 1585. Now now we open the door to 1700. Of course, the problem is you break 1700, you open the door to 1800 and you hit it. You break 1800, you open the door to new all-time highs. And that's why you're seeing everybody. It's happening. Uh, you look at the debts. Look at the deficits. Uh, there's a, another story Richter did. Uh, the other day talking about the growth of the U.S. economy last year was officially right now 2.3%. And it is the, in the last 10 years, I think that's the fourth worst number. Uh, It's the lowest number in the last three years. uh, And it's the second worst number in like the last six or seven years. But that equated, so what did 2.3% equate to in dollars? About $800 billion. I think the number, I don't have it in front of me, but I think it was $830 billion. The government went into debt $1.3 trillion. I think it was $1.2 trillion something 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 but uh let's call it let's call it 1.3 trillion i know they only said 986 bi- uh, billion but it was significantly more than that so you think about for all of the government spending we do now for every dollar of government spending 
the effect on GDP it used to be with the government spent a dollar. You got a dollar and a half of economic growth, right? We're now down to what? 67 cents. And this is why we're seeing uh, the skyrocketing uh, deficits and, and are going to continue to see them. And, and, you know, when you cross that threshold where the adding more debt gives you less and less reward, right? That tells you you've passed the point of no return. And we're way past it now. Way, way past it. You saw, uh, some of you probably saw the CBO says, hey, the next 10 years, the deficit's going to be 30 trillion or 31 trillion. Remember, the CBO can only do what the uh, powers to be allow it to do. In other words, when they project the deficit, any tax cuts that are supposed to expire, the CBO, even though they know they're not going to, right? And there's a lot of them out there that, that most of us just take for granted that Congress says, no, no, we're not doing that, we're not doing that. They have to count them like they would. They also have to stay within the guidelines for what the increase in Medicare and Social Security would be. Uh, they're not allowed to uh, take any adjustments to interest rates. Right? So, uh, you know, the president, I get it, right? He wants to go to negative rates to help keep the, the, the swelling deficits under control. But, but I will say this, it sounds great. But that creates huge, huge problems in the banking industry as well. Sooner or later, though, it's like a rubber band. It's going to snap back. I just I just want to make sure my house is in order before it does. Uh, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, when you're preparing for anything, right? You always have life insurance, or you should, right? Long-term care insurance, right? If you don't have that, uh, give Ron Richards a call, Retirement Mastery. Uh, street smarts he can help you with that and and you have automobile insurance right and what we do we do wealth insurance it's really that simple and when you put your gold away you're getting ready for what you know is going to happen if you already know what the ending is why wouldn't you be prepared right it's kind of like when you watch rocky right you know he's going to lose in Rocky One. Right? Rocky Two, you know he's gonna win. Rocky Two's gonna lose, right? We know what's going to happen. Right? We've already seen it. And it's amazing because you sit there and you look at all of these people trying to convince you to not get ready. No, no, just buy stocks. And and I don't know how many times I've educated. You know that your your work's 401k. It's not great at creating wealth for you. Not. Because they can't buy just Amazon. They can't buy just Apple. It doesn't work that way. Right? They buy these 
ETFs now, which is a basket of things. So, yeah, maybe you have some exposure to the Apple and the Amazon, but you also get all the dogs. And right now, there's more, there's a lot more dogs than people realize. And 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 so when you sit there and you think about your financial well-being, if that's the only thing you've done, it's going to be a tough road. You have to find the discipline. You have to make the decision we're going to do it. It's not glamorous, right? Right. It's not something that that uh you know you 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 brag about to your friends and all of those things. It's something you just quietly do, you put it away, and you do it with someone you can trust. We've been here, we've been doing this 24 years without one complaint. Not one. And I don't know any companies out there anymore that can do that and say that, you know, because, you know, for someone to complain to the Better Business Bureau, how many phone calls and emails were sent, right? How Think about how much and how bad they had to have gotten ripped off, right, and all of those things. And listen, we make mistakes here at Patriot from time to time, but we always make it right. But the one thing we never do, we never overcharge you. We never rip you off. And we always treat you with honesty and respect. And that's why we're the best of the best. So when you're making that decision, I hope it's with us. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, Patriot Radio News Hour. You know we we talk about what gold does, and, and it's a hedge, it's insurance. What are we hedging against? And in the U.S., right? We, we you know people say, oh, well, we're hedging against the dollar, the Federal Reserve note. Yes, that's that's true. We're, you know, we're hedging against fiat money, but really what's behind it? Debt. That's really what it is, right? It's it's a debt instrument. And when you start thinking about uh, the national debt, where are we? $23.25 trillion by Inauguration Day. Think about Inauguration Day, which is, uh, less than a year away, what, probably 50 weeks away, 50, 50 and a half weeks away. We're going to have a deficit. We're going to be talking about $25 trillion, right? We'll be, we'll be $24 trillion and change and be, you know, talking $25 trillion. By the next inauguration about four more years after that 2025 you know that number that the cpo says in 2030 it's really 2035 it's when it's going to be we'll be over 30 trillion dollars in debt not to mention whatever the central bank's going to have on their balance sheet i mean i i i don't even want to guess you know, the, the thing I was telling you about Gerald Salente, and he, he's of the opinion, and a lot of people are starting to, to form this opinion, 
that we're gonna we're gonna sneak by in 2020. In 2021 is when the next recession is going to hit, and then all bets are off, right? Fed balance sheet could grow two, three, four trillion more dollars overnight. Well, not overnight, but over the course of of a year. Right, interest rates could be President Trump could get his wish. Right, we could end up in some form of a negative rate economy, and, and you start thinking about again, though, the the amount of debt that's going to be piled on, and you see how many places have trouble paying. Students can't pay their student loan. Right, let's face it. I was talking about student loan debt. What Wolf Richter was trying to say is, hey, no one's paying them off. Can't pay them off. And it doesn't matter what the amount is. Doesn't matter if it's 5000 50000 or 200000 They can't pay them. How about this one? This one called my Nordstrom's. They're in so much trouble. You know what Nordstrom's is doing? And this makes sense. They're going to start selling used clothes. Yeah, right? Well, think about it. You know what? And this is true in Arizona. I don't know about Colorado's, but you guys got goodwill here. The goodwill retail stores. Uh, the one company that's actually opening up locations in Arizona is Goodwill. Right? And what a great market, right? People donating it. They cost them nothing. Uh, and reselling it. Yeah, the Nordstrom's See You Tomorrow store. The first one is scheduled to open today. I think it's today. No, Tom, sorry. Tomorrow. No, today. Yeah. It opens today. And it's in their New York flagship store. Yes, the See You Tomorrow store coming to a Nordstrom's near you. It'll be with their used clothes section. Uh, they're saying now used clothes now 28 billion dollar industry and i get it i do i I mean uh i i don't buy you know i think for me the most expensive thing i buy i wouldn't even know what it would be i'm a pretty simple guy jeans and a t-shirt and really arizona shorts and t-shirts uh i do (laughs) my wife does my shopping for you i'm not gonna lie let me tell you what i don't own i don't own any lululemon right I, i don't right you cannot convince me to pay $100 for a T-shirt. I don't care, right? It's just not going to happen. But you know what? I don't know. I'd probably do it. So uh, I'll let you know if uh, if the Nordstrom's, that uh, with the ones that are left in Arizona, if they open one up, if they got a used store in there, I'll go in there. I'll tell you about it. I, I promise. I'll follow up on it. But, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what we're down to, right? Like used cars, same thing. Right, no one can afford to buy new. Right, you can't afford to buy new. Uh, even even existing homes, you're still saving on average about fifty thousand dollars. Which you know that's in this day and age, I don't even care what interest rates are. You know, let's just say we went to zero. And the ten year notes at I don't know what would it be at half a percent. Three quarters of a percent, thirty-year mortgage at three and a half percent, maybe, maybe three percent. Right? Would it matter? 
be right. How much is uh, if the house is still three, four, five, six hundred thousand dollars? You still can't afford it. But this is why you're owning gold because you see this. You see all the debt in the fiat money system, and you want to hedge yourself against it. You know, people are does gold make you money? You know, gold keeps you whole. It's really what it does. You know, you think about 1971, gold started out as 35 to $42. Right? It's now almost $1,600. Well, what used to cost $40 in 1970 costs about 1600 bucks today, doesn't it? Really, really good suit. A really high-end Nordstrom suit was about 40 bucks in 1971. Probably about 1600 bucks today. That's what gold does. Final segment coming up. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. You know, here's what I'm going to do. Because there, there's less and less supply out there, less and less great deals. Any $10 gold piece, which means really there's only two, right? $10 Indian, $10 Liberty. Any $10 gold piece, I'm just going to take $10 off per coin. So whether it's a $10 Indian, a $10 Liberty, if you go out to allamericangold.com, And by the way, I have the right to raise prices if gold continues uh, to to skyrocket here. But if you go out to allamericangold.com, hit the shop button. Now you find the $10 Indians right now, they're 880 bucks. Take 10 bucks off, 870. $10 Liberties, they're 870. Take 10 bucks off, 860. I'll get the sale price on the website. But if you want to go and buy uh, a higher grade, you want the AUs, you want the 61s, 62s, I'll take 10 bucks off any $10 Liberty or Indian uh, that we have in stock. But I, I always like the low end, right? Buy, buy it as close to spot as possible. And just keep adding to your portfolio. I know the coronavirus is a big story. I get it, but believe me when I tell you that 2.1% GDP number was not a good one. You saw the manufacturing data today. First quarter GDP, most people now are looking for, they're hoping for it to stay above 1%. Nobody thinks we're going to get 2 Right, the most consensus that I've seen right now is 1.2%. Be ready. Let's hope it doesn't spread. You know, they talk about the coronavirus spread. Let's hope it doesn't spread. You know, right now we got problems in manufacturing. We got problems in retail, right? We know that. Hallmark, they're closing all their stores, all of them, right? Just shutting them all down, getting rid of them. Right, and that happens every week. I don't even tell you about them anymore because it's too many to talk about. And now we have manufacturing problems. Right, We know about Boeing, but it's a whole lot. Uh, the, all the truck makers, 
right? The big over-the-road trucks and, and, and car sales continue to fall. If, if it spreads into the service sector economy, uh, then look out, right? Then look out. Let's, let's hope the consumer rebounds from the showing in the fourth quarter. Uh, but I don't know, wages, we had wages out today, uh, spending increasing more than wages increasing, right? That means more pressure. So we'll have to wait and see. Keep adding to your portfolio. We close above 1585. And now we've set ourselves up here from a technical perspective, right? Another, we're going to fill the second gap. Remember, I talked to you about the three gaps. We're going to fill the second gap. And who knows, before 2020 is over, we might fill all the gaps. Patriot Radio News Hour. Enjoy the weekend. Don't worry about the coronavirus for a few days. And watch that Super Bowl, and we'll be back on Monday. <laughs> 